All right. Now we are live. We are out there for the world to see. We'll get some people jumping in real quick. So I just want, we already got people jumping on. So I would imagine one of them's your wife, right, Swan? Lyle supporter. <laughs> so, so this is, uh, this is going to be a pleasure for me today. And you guys will learn a little bit more about me and what I like about music. And um, Swan came to me with their son to learn martial arts at one time. This is where we met each other a few years back. And Swan Montgomery, you are the lead singer for one of the most uh, world-renowned Led Zeppelin cover bands, right? So yes, you sir. are a world-renowned cover band on a world-renowned uh, band itself, you know? So with uh, no further ado, this is Swan Montgomery. I'm glad you got up early. He did shows last night, guys. So bear with us as he's got a, you know, I wasn't respectful of the, uh, of the, of the musician's time thinking that, Hey, we're going to do a bright and early morning. They're probably just getting in bed two hours ago. So, um, you know, I don't know. I, I'm, I have, I, you've uh, met Myron here, correct? Have you met Myron? Uh, yes, yes. That's right. So he's the, he's the keyboard player for earth, wind and fire. You know, I did the same thing to him. If it makes you feel okay. I'm, oh. I made him get up at the crack of dawn <laughs> and stuff. So, uh, you know, I've always had a real love for music. So I'm looking forward to this type of interview um, on somebody that you know, there's two things that you do that I, that I, that I love. I've always had this envision of being in front of 10,000 people and doing something that I love. Right. I've always, right. You, you know, whether it's doing motivational speaking or whatever, I've never gotten to that massive of a crowd, but, um, it's, and then you get to, I've seen some of your pictures lately where you're doing the selfies from behind and you get that energy from the, from the crowd, right. you know? Right. Um, so, you know, have you all, so first of all, have you always been a musician? Uh, no, <laughs> uh, uh, I was, uh, I actually, uh, soccer, uh, football, uh, well, you call it soccer. We call it football over in Europe. This is where I'm from. Uh, that's what I thought I was going to be in my early years. My dad was a semi-pro and, uh, I trained very hard for that. And, uh, that's where I thought I was going. But, uh, yeah, so, I was about 17. Uh, I got a bit disillusioned. It wasn't about how good you were. It was about who you knew, you know? And, uh, then I switched into music to my dad's disappointment at the time, but yeah. <laughs> Well, so soccer, I didn't, yeah, I had no idea that it was a professional soccer player that you, uh, that you were looking to do. And so you said your father did the same thing, huh? Yeah, he did semi-pro <laughs> and uh, he played for um, uh, Drogheda United, which is uh, my hometown, which is about 30 miles north of Dublin and Ireland. And uh, yeah, he played the league, you know, tour, tour around Ireland and play all the games and and as a kid, I he would bring me along, and you know, I just got into it from that point, and it, and uh, it was great. I had some opportunities. Uh, Chelsea FC, which is a, an English Premier Football club, and then Manchester United were watching me at one time. Unfortunately, it didn't happen, but uh, uh, I was close. I was pretty close. Yeah. That's that's well. That's awesome. Well, when you see you're on stage, you're, you're obviously uh, a guy that's in some good shape for sure. You know what I mean? <clears throat> when you can uh, uh, play, how many hours you play, and 
and the energy you put out on, on stage is, is good. So, so obviously everybody hears a little bit of an accent. So you were born where exactly? I was born in uh, Ireland. I'm a, I'm a full-blooded leprechaun and I've got pointy ears underneath this hair, but I don't, I can't show anybody that cause something terrible might happen. <laughs> <laughs> so how when, when's the last time you've been back home you know that's what i don't know if you know this but ireland is a place that i have always wanted to visit oh. it's on one of my bucket list if i that's oh, one place that i've always learned I, the the big green lands they have and mm-hmm. and everything like that is something that i've 40 always wanted shades to see. Of, 40 shades of green and you will see it in ireland <laughs> you look you look if you're in a hilltop or something you look across the fields you'll see all the different shades of green it's the most beautiful place and I've traveled the world, believe me. And I, I just, as a kid, I couldn't wait to get away. You know, we're all adventure. We want to get away, and we don't like where we live and all that. But now I'm, I'm, I just love the history and the culture and everything about Ireland. You know? So, do you, do you get to play? Have you played Led Zeppelin stuff there? Yes, I have. Yeah, I was able to go back uh, quite a few years ago. Um, I'm looking to get back again, and uh, it was great. You know, like the prodigal son returning home and. All my all mates seeing the band. It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, this is a bucket list of mine. I've always wanted to see Ireland. And uh well, so here's the big question. I bet you everybody asks you, right? You like Connor McGregor? I do actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wish Connor would just, you know, just chill out a little bit. That's <laughs> I wish he'd just do that, but yeah, you know, us Irish, we we just get behind each other, you know. <laughs> Even the bad well, ones. You, listen, he's got, <clears throat> you know, I'm not sure if he's really um. There's a side to Connor, um, because you know people may not know, but you you know you're a martial artist yourself. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. We were chit chatting a little bit. You said you started martial arts back in 1973, correct? Yes, old man here. Yeah, I actually started doing uh, Kempo karate which was uh, Ed Parker. Do you remember so, that? Yes. So did you get to take from Ed? No, I was doing it in, in uh, his, uh, my master uh, trained with uh, Ed in, I think it was Florida, if I remember correctly. That's where uh, Mr. Parker, um, his school's where, if I remember correctly. And he, uh, yeah, he taught me. I did that for quite a few years. You know, I mean, in Ireland, first, what got me into it was, I think like a lot of martial artists was seeing Bruce Lee. <laughs> so. right. Well, yeah, right. We all see Bruce Lee, yeah. you know, believe it or not. I'm not sure if I ever told you that. Um, my first experience was not Tong Sudo. Um, it was actually Ishinaru karate. Oh. And um, I, I worked, believe it or not, as a young kid in a, in a shoes, in a shoe store, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I was a stock boy and stuff back there. And the manager at that time, was a black belt in Ishinru, and he's mm-hmm. the one that kind of started me on the journey. And then, <clears throat> you know, I walk, I then I, you know, went on to Tongsudo, you know, years later. But so as you hear that Kempo, I mean, Kempo, Ishinru, uh, Tongsudo, those were kind of the the three major things back in the in the seventies and eighties. Right. You know, as as you know, we progressed through. I mean, Taekwondo has always been there, but um, you know, it was looked more like a um, olympic sport for sure back right, then right but, yeah um so yeah that's yeah that's awesome so you know i i i know that you still train today with uh um uh your son uh and with uh oh man what's master re is it master re 
Masteria. Masteria. That's correct. Yeah. So. Rhea. Rhea, Rhea, Master yes, Rhea, yes. yes. So I, yes, you're still you're still training, and you use martial arts to help yourself stay in shape for your shows and and all the stuff that goes with it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I was inspired actually to get back into it because my son, you know, just watching him and go, bringing him, and uh, you know, bringing uh, we we're, were going to you know you as well. I mean, I just mm-hmm. I just said you know it, it'd be cool to just get back into it, so I decided to you know train with him. And it was it was really just really cool, and like you said, keep you in shape. You know, it really does. You know, yeah. martial arts, especially for what I do, the stamina. Because we play sometimes up to about two hours. Most of the time, we long as we've ever played was five, and so you need a lot of energy for that. You know. So, so. yeah, I so I <laughs> you didn't know, but I I did I did tell you that. I've played guitar for many years and Led Zeppelin is probably one of the reasons I did it because I remember back, you know, having the albums and all that and listening to Stairway to Heaven. If you went into a guitar shop, uh, everybody has to play Stairway to Heaven uh, when you sit down and uh, and try out guitars because, you know, that's just what you do. You got that. That's the the staple of if you if you. A right. minor, <laughs> right? Well, we, there's a couple of things, right? In the martial arts world, in the Brazilian jiu-jitsu world, if um, if you get somebody that does a closed guard on you, there's a couple of things about them, right? They they either know what they're doing, or they don't know what they're doing, or they're tired. That's that's what it is with a closed guard, right? With guitar, when you go play <laughs> Stairway to Heaven, that either either means you got very minimal experience, okay. <laughs> Or you're awesome because you can do the whole song, not just the beginning, right? right? And so, uh, or a little of both. So I remember I got an, uh, when I, I remember when I was young, I bought my very first guitar. I saved money for it. It was a $900 Ovation guitar. Ovation, yeah. And um, that's what I bought. Man, I remember when Ovations came out, and that's what I really wanted, and that's what I bought myself. And But I've always uh, loved uh, music. And my family... Uh, has is always kind of been in music my sister's sons um one's a serious drummer mm. uh, they all sing uh, my sister's husband's side is all real singers you know and so my nephew my sister's uh, nephew cameron is an avid piano player and mm. matter of fact he even works with uh disabled um kids with disabilities on on piano He's just a very talented uh, musician, right? And you know, as a kid, I you know I don't know if you, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I always wanted to play saxophone as a kid, and I never mm. did it. You know, I never did it. I've always loved the saxophone. I always loved the thing about it. But two years ago, I picked up a saxophone and started learning it, and uh, and so I, it's well, I'll tell you, you know, believe it or not, the saxophone was a lot easier to learn than the guitar was. Mm. Um, and I have a really good teacher that she's really easily something I always struggled with is, you know, what melody and, uh, you know, what notes match a melody, right? Mm-hmm. So that you can play lead or whatever. Right, right. With, she's very and good at, yeah. right. So she's very good at, hey, if you're in the key of this and the saxophone, these are the notes that work with this really well. The scales. Yes. And <clears throat> so, you know, within two, three weeks of doing that, understanding where you know all the notes are on the on the saxophone, and I was able to 
to do a little bit, I can like, if we had, we get a tracking off YouTube and mm-hmm. then I was able to kind of do a down with uh, it. Right. I was able to play along with wow. it, man. I was like That's shocked. Good. I mean, I was like, wow, this is really fun, which made learning it super fun. And I haven't ever put it out there yet. Cause I just don't feel I'm good enough yet for it. But every time you see how often I go to Georgia, um, down there by the river walk, you always have all these musicians. They play trumpet and they play. There's an older right. guy, uh, older African American guy that plays just the most awesome saxophone there mm-hmm. and the acoustics. And I told him, I said, I'm bringing my, my horn one time here with it. I'm bringing the sax down and I want to play with you. Georgia's on my mind. So Ooh, I just saw sweet. him not too long ago, right? And I, I told him, I said, I'm, I'm practicing, man. I'm coming to you. And then he told me, he goes, you just come out here. I'll make you sound good. And uh, <laughs> so uh, it's just, you know, that's, that's, that's a little bit about me that you were, but I've always kind of loved the music. So you now, yeah. obviously you play, how many instruments do you play? Uh, keyboard, mandolin, um, Irish bazooki. Um, I play, uh, I don't play electric guitar. Actually, I don't know why. I, I just haven't got into electric guitar. I play a lot of acoustic different acoustic guitars so mm-hmm. and any obscure instrument you know anything from uh, <clears throat> around the world that looks weird i like to attempt to play those stuff because i like different sounds organic uh, sounds so yeah so uh, main vo- main is vocal yeah so you're the you're the lead singer so you're the 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 uh the lead singer now you've yes, also sir. told me the story of you know um that led zeppelin themselves have even you know, said that you're one of the best cover bands they've seen. Is that correct? Yeah, that's that's correct. Um, <clears throat> Jimmy has seen us at the House of Blues on Sunset, and he was at a NAMM show, and a friend of um, his uh, asked him, to, you got to check out this Zeppelin tribute band. They're just amazing. So he came. He's seen us and insisted on meeting the band afterwards. And uh, really nice guy, just down to earth, not what you, you know, we got – you would think he'd be, but he's just just the way we're talking right now. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we, we talked backstage for quite a while. And then the next thing you know, a few, few years later, uh, he invited us, the band, over to uh, London to see them perform at the O2 Arena. So we're special guests of Led Zeppelin. And that was mind-blowing in itself. You know, uh, we, we watched them rehearse. The cool thing about that was actually watching Led Zeppelin mess up in rehearsal. <laughs> it was because, you know, before that, you know, they're, they're gods. They cannot make a mistake. They're perfection, you know. But then when you see Robert make a mistake and a couple of things going on, you're like, oh, okay, they're, they're actually normal, <laughs> like the rest of us. You know? But, um, <clears throat> yeah, no, it was, it was amazing. Um, we were backstage uh, after the show, and... Uh, we met a lot, a lot of really cool people, like uh, some of the hardcore Led Zeppelin people would remember a guy called Ry Harper, who traveled with them on tour a lot. And they actually wrote a song called Hats Off to Ry Harper. So we met him, really cool. Tour manager Richard Cole, who, you know, at the time, I it was amazing because they didn't have cell phones back then. They didn't have computers. And how they put the tours together was absolutely, I had a great conversation with Richard about that and much respect, you know, how I don't, you, you just don't know how they did it, you know, but, uh, mm. but yeah, I just feel blessed. And uh, Jimmy 
you know, has said when he's seen us play that uh, I've seen other tribute bands with uh, what I like about you guys is that you're inside the music, you know, just playing it and trying to look cool playing Led Zeppelin. We reminded uh, him of when Day started, when they were young and hungry at the beginning of the first album. And I mean, that's a great compliment to get from the man himself, you know? Right. (laughs) Yes. Getting something from Jimmy Page is quite quite something, I'm sure. So. Yeah, and I, I, I was, I got personally complimented by him. You know, uh, even a few years later, he was talking to somebody. He was, he put out there, you know, that was asking him about vocalists and stuff. You know, he, he mentioned that the singer from Led Zepp again. You know, is a pretty damn good singer. You know, I was like, well, okay, <laughs> so still, you know, great compliment. So well, yeah. so. So is this how you got into full-time music then? Is this what you did? This is what I do now professionally, yeah. Yeah. So when did you you dive in to do it professionally? How long have you been doing that? 78. Yeah, 78. Started off in Ireland, um, picked up the guitar, and uh, started learning the folk songs, the, you know, Banks of the Ohio and all those early Bob Dylan, the Bob Dylan stuff. And then I did the folk circuit in the island. I think I'm the only one that was banned from playing at a place because uh, at the time um, <clears throat> I was going through that hippie period, but the audience was, you know, doing a lot of stuff like this. And they <laughs> said, you can't play here anymore. And I said, well, why not? Because you draw the wrong element. I'm like, what you doing? <laughs> I said, okay, because in Ireland. And then, um, <clears throat> then I joined a, a, a well-known band in Ireland called The Gentry, toured Ireland uh, as a backup singer on that, and then decided to um, head over to London and mm. played uh, with a few bands there. Played at the famous Marquee Club where the Who, uh, Led Zeppelin themselves uh, played. You know uh, that was that was fantastic, and did a lot of touring in Scotland, Wales, and England. And uh, got a couple of albums out, getting a lot of acknowledgement in magazines like Metal Hammer and Kerrang, which is very popular magazines over there. You know, lots of great write-ups and stuff like that. So, and then uh, <clears throat> what happened then was uh, we were touring, and uh, uh, the states was not in my on my radar whatsoever. I, I don't know why. I was just, you know. Uh, so what happened was uh, a manager who was an English manager was over here in LA and um, their singer, they were about to sign to Capitol Records but the singer, uh, I don't know, he had some mental breakdown or something and uh, they were really looking for a singer to step in quickly and I got a call and uh, I was doing very well in Europe at the time. I mean, the album was being successful and everything but, you know, I always liked to challenge and uh, my manager at the time says, uh, you know, maybe you should go for this, you know. I mean, here you're a big fish in a small pond. But over there, you're going to be a small fish in a big pond. So go for it. See what happens. So I went for it. And um, we were that close to signing with Capital Records. But unfortunately, that didn't work out. So uh-huh. I ended up making a decision. Should I go back to, um, you know, back to Europe or stay? So I decided to stay and uh, I was a sound engineer, so I was able to network and get to know a lot of people. So I joined some bands, you know, at the end of the big hair 
big hair day there on Sunset Strip at 89. And um, and then uh, <clears throat> I was asked to join Led Zepp again around 91. And to be honest, there's no the tribute bands were never been heard of at that time. So um, I was asked, and I said, well, tribute band to, to what? Led Zeppelin. Well, Led Zeppelin. And I said, oh, okay. Let me have a shot at this. And then uh, <clears throat> that opened up, and the rest is history there. You know, I've been doing that now for nearly 33 years. So, 33 years with that. Wow. So, I think the longest, I think we're the longest uh, tribute band in the world, you know, together. And one of the first uh, in the States. There was only two other tribute bands. It was uh, a tribute to Van Halen, the Atomic Punks, and a tribute to The Doors, which was Wild Child and Led Zeppelin. No tribute band, other tribute bands existed in the States at the time. Mm. Now it's gone nuts. We've got tribute to the Partridge family. We have a tribute to the <laughs> Monkees. You name it, we have a tribute to it right now. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, that's uh, that's great. So uh, your wife is is chiming in right now. Well, actually, she's chiming in about my keto is what she's doing. Um, well, let's talk about that. <clears throat> let's talk about how many kids you got. Your wife. Yeah, I got a a beautiful wife. Her name is uh, Elena Montgomery, and uh, two wonderful kids, Johannes and Soltira, and. Uh, I feel very blessed. And two little doggies, Sunday and Friday. And uh, yeah, I feel blessed, you know, really very lucky, man. <clears throat> being a musician and all that, you know. I mean, sometimes it's hard uh, being away from them because uh, just before COVID, you know, I was on tour quite a lot, you know. So you, 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 unfortunately, you miss some, you know, graduations and, you know, belt ceremonies and stuff like that, you know, that you want to be there and experience or even some holidays like Thanksgiving. So, but you do the best you can, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I, I see that, uh, I see that, um, how, how your family interacts when you put, so, you know, when they go with, sometimes they go with you and then you see Ohana's, you know, just, you know, dancing around doing this thing. Um, it's fun to watch that. Yeah. And I've got the pleasure of knowing, um, you know, your family for a while now. So I've got to watch, uh, what that looks like and i think i came by one time my son used to work at the canyon um you said you were a sound engineer you know that's what my son went to school for yeah yeah i i'm, I'm also a, a sound engineer and producer as well so yeah yeah you know and that was so you know he went through this whole thing and you know gabriel was gabriel has an ear for it and uh you know he played also, he played bass, and then he sang, you know, that screamo music, you know, where you, I used to go watch him, and I say, son, I can watch your set. After that, I'm going to kill somebody in the mosh pit, so I'm not <laughs> going to. Uh, <laughs> I have to go, and, and so I went. I would go to his shows and, and enjoy watching my son do his thing, but he went to MI to do sound engineering, too, and mm -hmm. just been very hard to get into that um, field without knowing people, you know, so... Unfortunately, that's what it's all about sometimes, you know. Yeah. yeah but you got to keep true. pushing. Keep going, you know. That's what you do. You know. Well, let's talk about the 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 band. You know, you said how long you've been with them, you know. 
I told you before, I said I always like these selfies that you have with, uh, you know, when you're performing in front of thousands of people, right? You have somebody named Shane saying, hey. Um, Shane, yeah. Hi, Shane. <laughs> and so, so what was your most memorable moment with them? Uh, well, I mean, obviously playing before Jimmy Page at the House of Blues was unbelievable. But we played for the troops um, in Germany. Uh, mm. We played, uh, we actually opened up. First time we've ever opened up. And But the strange thing, we were opening up for uh, a rap uh, artist, a big rap, uh, which is 50 Cent. And uh, it was about oh, 11,000 11, troops. And it was mind-blowing. And just, just, you know, meeting the troops afterwards and coming up and getting very emotional and missing our families and being so grateful that you came over here and same happened when we went to Bosnia and also Kosovo. We, were, we, we went there to play for the troops as well. So I, you know, just the emotion, so emotional. The troops were all in a line just wanting to meet, you know, the four of us and sign uh -huh. autographs and, and you know, they're just so grateful. And then you're looking at them and say, no, 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 we're so grateful for what you're doing out here and, you know, protecting you know our country and everything so it was yeah. I, 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 that's that sticks in my mind so so when you're out with the soldiers of course most of them are way younger but it's yeah. amazing right on how many people know led zeppelin's music oh yeah i mean you, we you know what i mean we we uh, well we we travel as i said all over the world south america we've we've I think nearly every country in South America we've played and it's just like, uh, you know, it's amazing. And, and the strange thing is when they start singing all the words, right. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, even in Japan, we've been to Japan now five times and uh, it's just, it's, you know, it's just uh, like an, Led Zeppelin music, like an international musical language. If I could, that sounds right, you know? And uh, yeah, they just know all the songs. Um, uh, in South America, they they uh, they're singing lyrics, but they like to sing riffs, the riffs like Black Dog, you know. So imagine a few thousand people with their hands in there singing a riff. <laughs> yeah, that, see, that's mind blowing. Yeah, I, that's is. I just think that's awesome. You know, yeah, uh, the yeah. energy that that has to come off. You know. Uh, you know, when I'm in my, um, when I'm on the mat, you know, and kind of in that element, and but, you know, it's weird is afterwards, I'm kind of an introvert guy. I mean, you've been around me enough times, you know, I don't talk a lot and, and stuff like that, but in my element, um, you know, I'm, I really enjoy that moment. And I think when I watch you sing, I think you're the same type. I mean, when you're in it, man, you're in it. Oh yeah. And, There's uh, nothing like it. It's a you rush. Know, a rush. It's, yeah, it's yeah, it's fun to it was it's been fun to watch you do that and um for sure coming to uh, I think I, I came down to one of your shows at the canyon one time and, and it caught oh. it. I, I wasn't able I wasn't uh able to um pop backstage and stuff because my I think my son actually worked one of them, to be honest with you. That's how I came back there. And I, uh well I didn't know that. This is, yeah. I didn't know you yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. Okay. So it was 
you know, I got to see you do your thing. So it was, yeah, that's always been, uh, been fun for sure. And so you have, so you're like you said here now, well, let's talk about, you know, what did COVID do for you for that year? Cause I saw that you guys in the midst of COVID and stuff, I think you guys moved, right? You moved from yes, one we, location we moved, to another. We were in Chatsworth and we moved to Simi Valley. Uh, uh, yeah. We bought a house in Simi Valley and never buy property during COVID. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was a pretty tough, but uh, as far as the entertainment side of it, we, we came, we were on a, a cruise at the time at the Royal Caribbean and uh, we, we're starting to hear things on board and uh and a lot of stuff was going on you know are we going to be able to duck even you know uh so it was quite scary you know we didn't really nobody knew really what it was and uh <clears throat> so we were more than relieved when we finally docked um you know at uh, uh newark and uh just to get on a plane and get home but then then it sort of all blew up and you know, everybody, we all found out what this was. And then just, I think the first thing to go was the entertainment business. I mean, that's where, you know, everybody's together right? as an audience. And uh, and it just shut down. It was just, there it was. And next thing it wasn't. It was, uh, we were all gutted, you know, because we were yeah. so used to, you know, traveling and that energy and, performing and all of a sudden nothing yeah it was really yeah it was hard to take for a minute yeah that was a tough year for all of us you know i having to jump on a on a zoom class and do all that stuff but if i if i kind of i kind of remember you guys doing some home stuff didn't you didn't you do some some uh, musically yes didn't you guys do anything from your home go live well what what happened as you know, we're all finding out like you were too, <clears throat> to, to how to reach people and find out the, these platforms in different ways, like, uh, you know, StreamYard and all these different things, which we're on now. But um, yeah, so streaming came about big time and learning how to put a band and get cameras and all of that. It was a new experience. Definitely felt very different as I was sure we're teaching the pupils it's it, you're not there you know you know with them so you're in our case we're actually trying to perform to a full room of people with nobody actually there <laughs> so, right right yeah. now, that's hard now listen it was the same way when um we had to teach in front of a camera yeah and so we tried several things right i would teach a class that you can take that class and so i had to be real animated and you know uh so that you'd want to follow along if you're going to follow it and then of course when we went zoom live you know that's a whole other thing because you know you see everybody but you know you got johnny goofing around over here and you're trying to get on his case and then you got somebody else and you're getting distractions from home and mom and dad are yelling at uh you to do something and and so it was just um you know, we had some awesome folks that just stuck with us the whole time. And uh, and I'm sure you had the same type of fans that when it came time to jump on, it, it was. Because I, I, I remember because I jumped on some type of show um, for sure, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we did, a, we did, I think, three or four of those streaming shows. And, and I did a streaming show with my – I have another band, uh, 
which is a tribute to Robert Plant's solo music. So we did one broadcast for that, and that that was quite successful. Yeah. Mm. Well, where's your so right now? Are you local right now? Where's your next shows coming from? Well, uh, we've just played a handful of shows. Uh, this weekend we had two. The weekend before we had five shows. Started on a Wednesday and finished on a Sunday, so it was good to be you know good to be back in that saddle again. Uh, the next show we have coming up uh, local is Santa Fe Springs uh, Swap Meet, and uh, it's going to be about you know two thousand people at that show, and uh, so that's the next one coming up this this Saturday. That's coming up. That's yeah. coming this Saturday. Yes, sir. Yeah, so you're back at it. So in some of our notes that you sent me too, we you have something about Plant Nation. What why don't you talk about what that is? Well, um, yeah, I, I mean I've been in Led Zepp again uh for as I said earlier, about thirty three years. And uh, you know, some of my other band members, you know, they uh giant other tribute bands, uh I mean Zepp again being their main, but they like to, you know, test the waters and other things. And I said, well, it's about time I did it because they've been doing it for quite a while. And uh, <clears throat> although I focus a lot on original music, I, I, I write, compose, I have albums. I just released an album this year. But I decided to put, um, nobody's ever done it, so I decided to put a tribute to Robert Plant, the solo music, which is 11 albums. And uh, fantastic body of work. And uh, I was blessed. I was able to go out and find musicians because most of the people that plant used in the 11 years of his albums were a lot of session guys. So uh, the playing had to be of a very high standard. Uh, I mean, everybody. So I was blessed. I found these four guys and we got it together. They loved the same, they loved plants music. And so <clears throat> same with that too, with COVID we, we were, that was starting to hit at the beginning. Um, of uh, 2020 and uh we were playing the grove big audience new band it was great the energy was there and uh then that killed that so the band started just before covid but didn't get back to just quite recently so oh wow yeah we played a show actually it was one of the shows i played this weekend at san manuel casino so yeah so it's it's out there i'm trying to you know get it known and People are curious about it. And so we'll see how that goes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's, that's great. That's, um, <clears throat> I mean, what's the, so how's the experience different from playing your, you know, your Led Zeppelin again then? What's the difference in that? Well, the difference is, is the audience <laughs> because with uh -huh. Zeppelin, uh, you know, it's almost, I don't want to sound arrogant, but you sort of know there's an audience going to be there <laughs> and you're going to go out and you're going to perform plant nation you, you know you're you're building it up so you have to put the ego aside and all that and just sort of like just almost like starting again and I see, um, I see. you just got to get into that you know and push through it and uh n believe in it and that's that's the big difference right there and of course um the music's very different you know it's it's not in your face like zeppelin music uh, we do things like a couple of hits that Plant covered was Sea of Love, one of those early hits. Um, if I if I were a carpenter, which is a nice soft song by Tom Harding. So it's nice to vocally get into that sort of feel, you know, singing some soft, smooth, 
folky songs and then you know and then you jump over to zeppelin and you're like hey hey mama (laughs) dancing all over the place you know so all right so here's the question right i'm sure you get asked this all the time what's the audience favorite song that you do that they go nuts for and what's your favorite i get asked that so many times uh the audience they just throw up strangely enough they throw up a lot of obscure led zeppelin stuff that they want to hear it's like almost like they're testing you can you do (laughs) can you do this you know and we 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 actually we were able to perform quite a it's a big catalog of 86 songs we do about 80 songs but black dog is a song that comes from the audience quite a lot uh yeah uh black dog uh, the acoustic stuff going to california uh, me personally, um, I like performing going to California, Battle of more Black Dog. Um, I like stuff like In the Light, which is a song from Physical Graffiti. You know, really stuff that's not that easy to play, but just getting inside it and it's amazing, you know? So, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. I'm sure that's the number one question everybody what's your, asks. What's your favorite song of that Zeppelin? Uh, probably stairway to heaven because I just, it just brings me back to, um, probably when I was a kid, I just really remember listening to that quite often when it came out and then it kind of caught my ear to want to play guitar, you know? And, uh, you know, of course it's like, as soon as you hear, like even when I'm working out, as soon as you hear though, hey, hey, mom, it's the way you, you know, then it's like, oh, you know, then the bag, then you want to start hitting things, right? You know, so uh, it, it's 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 this, it's this mellow, and it's this, uh, you know, that's the next one, you know, and so I've watched you sing that, I've watched you sing it, and uh, um, and so every time I hear it now, I think about you all the time, you know, because I'm like. Man, this guy's voice is just, uh, you know, he rocks, man. He rock and rolls. I know there's just something about old time rock, you know. Um, uh, your wife just said that her father loved Stairway to Heaven. Um, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Unfortunately, he passed. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was hard. I know. I saw all that. Yeah. You guys, uh, I got to be with that. <laughs> got just this unique family that has this uh, innate gift to to give you know Hannes especially you know I think because the young guy was you know he struggles with health and he wants to make sure everybody else is healthy he's just a, I don't know he's just a good-hearted kid you know what I mean so I've been able to to watch him and then I got to go with all you guys when we went and handed out stuffed animals or something to the old folks home yeah which yeah. was uh yeah. fun and you know your father-in-law was there you know uh, yeah his dad was there and you know I've got to spend time with him and you know, so it was, yeah, I'm sorry for that loss. And yeah, there's he, had no so, loss he had so much him. respect for you, really. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, he's a good man. Yeah. Your, your whole family, man, has is, is, is been good, man. It's just been, it's it's fun to watch um, what you guys have and then the talent that you have to do this. And I'm so happy to see you back on the road and doing the thing uh, that, that uh, you know, I don't know. There's something about music, right? Yeah. Uh, even as a teacher in martial arts. I've been doing it for so many years that when you teach self-defense, I tell everybody that no one had to relax in a moment, but we're all connected with energy. You know what I mean? 
Yes, sir. Uh, it's, you know, how you touch somebody, uh, you know, whether it's in a self-defense situation where you where it's pretty serious or you have music, you know, right. uh, somehow we are just connected. The, mm-hmm. You know, God has made a soul and somehow our souls are connected and that's just how we are as human beings. And that's why certain self-defense, you know, you there's certain things in, in on the mat that I can make you do just because I know that we can connect energy wise. You know, if I see, you know, how you see my hand move or something like that, we just, we are innate creatures that uh, connect. And then of course, music, I think that's why I've always liked it. My mom was a big Elvis fan. And uh, you, if you ever see my tattoos, I got a TCB uh, tattoo because I've always loved Elvis. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, I, I I thought his music, his baritone voice and, and just how he, what he was, I just, I've always enjoyed Elvis and Led Zeppelin and, and, uh, of course, Foreigner and ACDC, you know, all the old school rock. Right. And I, and so when I see these younger generations, when I go to your shows, you get, I'm sure you get all us old dogs that are there reliving our, um, our childhoods. Reliving, reliving the moments. Right. You know, and, you know, I tell my children, I said, you listen to this. I had a cassette tape and what I would have is I would wait on the radio and hit record and play when foreigner came on and then when ACDC and then Led Zeppelin and I would have this traveling cassette tape that we'd be able to listen to all of our favorites of from all of our uh, old school rock bands and my kids are like, you got to be kidding that. I said, this is how <laughs> it was, man. We never had the very beginning because we had to run to the do the cassette thing to hit the record button. So we would never hear the very beginning of the song, but <laughs> yeah, we, certainly right, had a, yeah. we, we, we certainly had a, uh, a playlist of, of great music. So, and then to watch, you know, I look at the crowd when you do your selfies and I'm like, man, look at all the young people out there, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's I, a, you know, it's a new generation coming up. Right. You know? Yeah. It's just, I don't know. You know, my children are old souls anyway. My, my daughters and, and my sons that play music, though, they're all old school rock is where they're at. And I said, I don't know a rock and roll band today that can compare, uh, uh, you know, that can compare. I don't know. I don't know if there's a rock band out there that can compare to what our old school rock and roll was. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, and I'm not, you know, knocking it, but unfortunately, it's just gone to. You know, I'll hear something when I'm on the road. Oh, so and so was here last night, and I'm like, uh, okay, uh, I, I can't remember the name, but but what? So what? What was the what they play? Oh no, no, no! It was a DJ with a computer, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, uh, and he played to what six thousand people? Yeah, it was him on stage with a computer, and that was it. I'm like. <laughs> Wow. So, you know, I'm not knocking it, but there's nothing like playing, like we talked about playing instruments earlier, playing a guitar. And what I see today, you know, parents who, you know, like yourself, where the kids are, have been listening to old rock and roll, the coming in with the long hair. Yeah. They got the Led Zeppelin t-shirt on. Yeah. And they're just an R. It's almost like they're looking at the guitar player going, Oh my God, that really does exist. Because they're so used to 
you know, they're so used to the stuff and all that, and they 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 can't believe that they're actually seeing it before their eyes. Somebody actually playing an instrument. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's mind blowing. And then, you know, when I talk about albums or vinyl to people or cassettes, which you mentioned, they're like, "What's a cassette? What? <laughs> what's vinyl?" And quite recently, I had that conversation. I'm like. Well, let me explain to you what it was. <laughs> and I tell them all about the album covers, you know, going to, I mean, I'm sure you had that experience going to a record store, right? Oh, I, going I, I wish. I still like the to, artwork, right? That's correct. It's awesome. And opening it up and going, wow. Yeah. Here we've got, you know, download, you know, MP3. That's it. Little picture of a cover. I told them I know said, what you we know, experienced. You know what I mean? Yeah, I told my children uh, also. I said, you know, we'd go to the warehouse, and that was going. Right now, we can go to Amoeba, and and you can get old albums. And it's it's funny. My son just came to me last night, and he goes, "Dad, check out this new vinyl I got." This is Daniel, uh, who plays guitar. One of my other sons who's plays who's been playing guitar, and and he goes, "Check out this album." And he took it out, and just he and it he, all the color and everything on the on the vinyl. I'm saying. Yeah. You know, to see uh, it reverting back to that, because that's one thing. That's what my kids like. You know, they're all kind of artistic anyway, but they like the cover. They like the artwork of vinyl um, and stuff well, like think, that. So I think it's Barnes. Is it Barnes? Yeah, Barnes and Noble, which I can't find any of. But a couple of few years ago, you'd go into their music department and <clears throat> there it was vinyl coming back. Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, quite expensive, but it was sort of nice just to see that you know what i mean right <laughs> but now barnes and noble i, th I think holly exists so like well, okay I, it's right, gone I, again <laughs> I, it's right there's one in westlake and that's it but i don't even know if they have a music part in there in that barnes and noble in oh. westlake I, I i'd have to relook at that next time we go because cat and i go quite often there to go see the movies over at sinopolis over there but i'll take a look at that but yeah yeah the i i just think that it's funny how i got rid of albums so many years ago and i find myself buying them back now and i'm like i ain't getting rid of those again uh, and i told my children too i said i'm not getting rid of dvds because if the world shuts down and you don't get to stream anything gotcha i'm gonna have dvds that we're gonna be able to watch okay right, so right uh you know so that's been <laughs> and I, I don't know uh, you, you know as well as i do i mean i used to love boston's um album um mm -hmm. more than a feeling you right. know the the and their artwork on that was fantastic, right? The uh, the upside down guitar that looked like a spaceship or whatever it was, and I loved um, I loved that. I well, I loved that whole album. Well, at least side A, I loved. I mean, right. uh, you know, and then you know they had some really good American music. You know, Hannes oh, puts yeah. on here. I love rock and roll. That's funny, that kid. Um, <laughs> of course, you love rock and roll, bro. You got to. It's born into you, man. And you got the hair for it on top. Yeah, he's of it. got the hair for it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's one thing I don't even know. Hannes knows that. But back in the day, uh, Mr. Cox, who put his hair in a ponytail, I used to have that long blonde hair. Believe it or not, earrings hanging out of my left ear and all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff. I'm um, definitely learning more about you right now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but uh, it's uh, yeah, the album thing is great. So, well, let's talk about your original music here, real quick. You know, um, uh how long you've been writing music and let's talk about your original stuff now. Cause you've put some stuff out lately. Um, and what's that like for you too? I mean, we got a three point question, right? You know, your original music, how long you've been writing and do you feel that 
YouTube and social media helps put your stuff out there or is it a hindrance to you? No, I think it's great because uh, when you're, you know, a good few years ago, when you write your own stuff and your original music and you're walking into A&R people with your cassette, as we mentioned earlier on, uh, <clears throat> and they listen to it and, no, not good enough. Go back. Maybe another few years and all of this stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, So you really they were the gatekeepers, the A&R people or the record companies. And that's what you were going for, record companies, record companies. But now with social media, technology, and the way everything's come about, yes, it's been a big asset to people like myself who write and produce their own original music. YouTube's amazing. Uh we talked about streaming live earlier on. Um, and just to be able to, you know, in my case, to be actually start from the very beginning, like compose the music, put it all together, design the album cover myself, put it all together, and then upload it and get it out to all the, the iTunes and the Spotify's and all that. You know, it's a big change. It's almost like um, the musician has got the power again. You know, whereas before we were depending mm-hmm. on those gatekeepers, we couldn't get in. But no, I love. I mean, I, <clears throat> I mean, I've performed as Robert Plant for, like I said earlier on, quite a long time. But there's nothing like sitting down and composing your own, own music. And I, I'm into a, a a field called world music. It's along the lines, I suppose, of Peter Gabriel. Uh huh. You know that sort of eclectic sort of vibe. Uh, <clears throat> so I've, I've got an album called uh, Oham. It's out there on Spotify, just Swan Montgomery. And then I just released, I went back to my roots. So we were talking about I- Ireland earlier on. And I decided to take all these old Irish songs that you would hear in St. Patrick's Day and stuff like that and do my own sort of eclectic version. Uh, so I released an album earlier this year called Back to My Roots. And it's all the the Danny boys and all that, but I've definitely taken it and gone left with it because I never tr- like to copy something from somebody else. Uh, as far as you know, old Irish songs, because there's a ton of Irish singer songwriters out there singing the same song the same same way. So it's a sort of a contemporary Irish album, and that's available uh, on um, Spotify and iTunes as well. Back to my roots. And then I also compose um, original scores. Uh, there was a movie again just before COVID, um, Bridge to Somewhere. I scored the whole uh, movie uh, soundtrack, and uh, I've done a, a couple of other ones as well. So there's nothing like sitting down and just getting inside. Uh, I'm actually in my studio right now, and just starting from nothing and building this arrangement of whatever that is and then coming up with the vocal melody and then the lyrics and it's just and it's uh meditation as well it's got you know just takes you somewhere else you know you're just in that zen mode you know what i mean and it's like yourself when you do martial arts you're just inside it it's the same here uh, yeah. with music you know yeah for sure and you know and and music is uh is just something it's been a part of me for a long time i've always loved it I've always loved uh, watching people that are talented in it. I don't know. There's just something well, about it's, it. It's there's healing. A- it's very healing in many ways. I mean, it just, when you're sad, people go to listen to music and it takes you to a, a place. It can help you get out of it or happy. It's just, it's universal, yeah. you know, universal. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I think that, 
I think that's definitely, um, you know, something that I don't know, I guess I guess what I'm trying to say. I, I it's it's soothing for the soul. Whether you know you want to be uplifted, whether you need an encouragement or whatever it is, it's just what it is. I heard you say that you so you play a little bit of the mandolin. Do you, is that something um, Irish music has in it? Is a mandolin sound? Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I've also played with a few Irish bands, and sort of the the format is uh, uh, mandolin. Not is there, but it's not mostly. You'd have a banjo. Mm-hmm. tin whistle and the irish bar on which is a drum where you play with a, 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 a stick shaped like a bone and you're, you're playing it like this and uh yeah uh and of course acoustic guitar and then vocals that's the sort of oh of course violin the violin's a big instrument in the irish music but uh that's that's the sort of format instrumentally wise you know for irish music so, because it reminds me of kind of uh, the same as what bluegrass is, you know, uh, the same type exactly. of instruments in there. Yeah, you know? I mean, we're talking scales and everything. Area, there's, there's, there's a lot of similarities. You know, there's a lot of similarities. Uh, Irish music with different cultures, like you know, even Turkish music. If you listen to all these different cultures, they're all playing this similar type of instrument, acoustic instruments, which you know, six strings and eight strings. They sound something like a mandolin, maybe, but but they they fuse together. So uh, there's a lot of similarities and a lot of different, you know, Celtic music and anything from, as I said, Turkey or places like that. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's 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 awesome. You know, it's it's. I would imagine that this is why uh, uh, you have someone here saying that. They love when you when you sing your Irish songs. Ah, <laughs> uh. uh, to be sure, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, singing this, I, uh, I uh, wouldn't like to be asked to sing an Irish song this early in the morning. Singers are no good early in the morning. You know, I get on my son because I'm a super early riser. Okay, I'm one of those guys that like to be up in the morning. I like to see. Right. sunrises and my son is kind of in your same shoes i guess because he did some music and that's what he does and man when he sleeps all day i'm like bro it's just, <laughs> you know it's just driving what me are you crazy. Doing? <laughs> okay and i'm like you know and then i'll see his light on at three o'clock in the morning and i'm like yeah i just at, at some point i just stopped even even dealing i mean people have it just a different perspective breed, on what they do you know what i mean we're breed onto our own we're like you know, that's sort of vampires that's what we are right really. Musical vampires. That's well, that's right. That's rock and roll, I guess. <laughs> it is what it is. You know what I mean. So, um, it's been, uh, yeah, that's been fun, fun uh, talking about that. It just brings up a lot of memories for me back in the day. You, people do. I don't know. I guess people really don't know how much of music I love. And you know, I play the the taiko drum too. You know, I love that big. Oh, really? Uh, yes, oh, I've, I'm I've, a big fan. I, I use that a lot. Uh, mostly samples. Um, I can't actually fit a big tiger drum, <laughs> but uh, I love the sound of that from from uh, percussive. I use oh, that sound yeah. a lot. I I've I suck. You know, I looked for an instructor and we found him. His name's Walt. He's now moved back to to uh, Japan, but mm. I've got to play on stage uh, taiko drum. It's uh, wow. it's been um, that's been fun. Yeah, because I got two big big taiko drums here and. Uh, 
I've been playing that for a while. I've just always loved that. I don't know. You know, well, the sound, the sound, the sound of a taiko drum also connects with martial arts. There's, there's a lot oh, of yeah, sounds. Sure. You know what I mean? So uh, maybe when I got, yeah, when I got that big thing and I got the two handles and I get to go pow pow. You know, I mean, it's I've got big drums and when you get to pound on them, I mean, it is like martial arts, man. It's, it's just and the vibration. When I went to see guys that really know how to play, uh, I've seen them live uh, a few times too and you see those big giant drums where you hit it one time and the whole place just vibrates. And you see uh, four or five of them in sequence together, you know, just doing it. It's amazing to watch, you know? uh, (laughs) Your wife. Everybody's asking you, just sing one verse. Not going to happen. Your wife's like, if you don't sing one verse, how about just give the audience your Irish accent? (sighs) That's uh, a fine morning this afternoon. How's it going now? <laughs> I used to uh, I, actually when I came over here, I, I I had a heavy Irish accent. Nobody understood me, so I, I become Americanized. I curved it because we're always saying, "What? What are you saying?" You know. I'm like, <laughs> well, you know, I guess that's the same thing when you listen to Connor, man. Because you, I mean, you're going to have to be on your on on your game there to listen to what he's saying. Well, and uh... <laughs> well, no, oh, exactly because he's well, he's from Dublin. So that's how you know, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like I'm gonna kill that guy tonight and then squad, but he's, he's dead, he's dead, you know what I mean? And uh uh like I was watching a movie quite recently with my wife, uh it uh, was an Irish movie, and uh we had, she had to put the subtitles on because she <laughs> and she's looking at me like, Can you really understand what they're saying? I says, yeah. No problem. Every single word. Or if it's a Scottish, anything from Scotland, same thing, can't understand. But to me, it's just natural. I I, I just, we went to Edinburgh. She couldn't understand anybody over there. I had to translate. It was interesting. (laughs) Yeah, she did, Dave. That's so funny. That's so funny. Well, let's, you know, we're getting, you know, we're wrapping up this hour already, man. It's been already an hour to talk. I could, I could sit and talk music all day long, man. Uh, uh, hey, Ohana's is saying hi to you. Um, love you too, son. So, well, let's talk about you know where to find your music. I'll put all this stuff out too. Once we do this, I'll put um, you know, all your links and everything. Um, I believe it'll be on my website also, so that we can do this. So, tell us your your you know, is it Swan Montgomery? If they can find you on Spotify that way, or what's what what is it? Uh, yeah, um, as far as me as a solo artist, uh, just put in Swan Montgomery on Spotify, iTunes. Uh-huh. Uh, <clears throat> I also went under the name of David Swan Montgomery for a minute. And there's a couple of albums out there uh, that I did with that. And then as far as uh, uh, Zepp again, if anybody wants to know any upcoming shows or locally, they just have to go to zepagain.com. And with Robert Plant Nation, Facebook just been Robert Plant Nation Tribute Band, and they'll be able to see what's going on with that, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Let me write that down. Robert Plant Nation Tribute Band. I'll make band. sure, yeah, I'll make sure all this gets uh, out there. I really appreciate it, sir. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, this was fun. This is, uh, this is. Yeah, this has been this has been fun uh, to talk to talk music. I like the same thing with Myron. You know, um, music and martial arts go hand in hand. You know, yes, you uh, uh, your wife just put out that you guys are going to be in Santa Clarita in two weeks. Two um, weeks, yeah. 
you know, Canyon Club up there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll come and watch that show. I'll, uh, well, any, any show you ever feel you want to come, you just let me know and we'll take care of you. Yeah. I think, uh, maybe I'll do that. Yeah, no, That'd be I'd, love, fun. I'd love you to be there. No, no, knowing now how much you're really into music and <laughs> yeah. Led Zeppelin, you know, I gotta, yeah. Well, I've always it. kind of been, I, I, I sent you that, right? We're gonna do this little t shirt, this little Led Zeppelin uh, tribute shirt that my son made for that says, uh, you know, that has that certain writing to it. You know, you know, the famous shirt everybody wears for, yeah, yeah. for Led Zeppelin, but yeah. yeah, I've always dug, uh, you know, music, trains, Christmas, you know, that's kind of my, you know, martial arts is kind of me, man. I there's just these few things that I really, really really enjoy so that was fun to, uh to get to uh talk to you about what you what you do here i well, mean you're an amazing teacher i, I mean i so. sat there and watched you um train the pupils and how you connect it's it's really amazing you know blown away by that yeah i appreciate that yeah it's uh that's just something you know uh um the and oh, Hannes, i'll talk to mr kenny for you buddy um the family just keeps jumping up here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that I think that you know just connecting to people uh whether it's music or whether it was martial arts it's just one of those things that I like and and uh, I really appreciated you being able to come on here and share your talents and if nobody's ever seen you I I would definitely I'll put this out on my platform also but you know to go to the the Canyon Club where they can see you or I think you said you'll be in Santa Fe. That's Santa is that Fe an, is, is yeah, Santa Fe outdoor? Yeah. It's an, an outdoor, outdoor concert. Yeah, yeah, Beautiful. yeah. Nice, nice area. You can go shopping during the breaks and all that stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's not too far either. I mean, where in Santa Fe is that? Is it an old drive-in out out there? Is that an exactly. old? Exactly. That's exactly where it is. You know, I miss those too. I wish we had those again. I, uh, I, yeah. I would give it. Yeah, it's it's funny how you start to revert. You know, COVID comes and everybody's like, maybe we should go back to uh, drive. Can you imagine how awesome drive-ins would be now, well, with Bluetooth? What it would sound like in your car? It'd be amazing. It'd be awesome. Someone, right? someone needs to start that. You know, I, I would. I'd give anything to go back to uh, uh, a drive-in theater again. You know Good what I mean? Our, our children just didn't. I just didn't get to have what we had, man. It's just unbelievable. No. So, all right, Swan, well, I'm going to let you, uh, I'm going to let you cut out so you can get some sleep. I know you, you played, a, uh, you know, shows last night. I, I was getting your text messages late last night. Hey, we're, we just got off, uh, and, uh, and driving back home and, and working on getting on here early in the morning for us. So I want to say thank you for, uh, you know, popping on here. It, it's uh, a pleasure, I think everybody, uh, a pleasure. Yeah, I will uh, make sure you guys, um, my at Real Talk um, <clears throat> uh, will be having this live. My Facebook will have it. I'll have it also out on my YouTube channel. Uh, I'll make sure that I get links. So everybody that, <laughs> like you said, a lot of your people are probably in bed right now. So um, yeah, I told people and they were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay that's so funny that's um, why i asked you for the link i i right i'll, I'll make can sure we the see link. later and i'm like i, I think <laughs> we a, can a, i'll make sure the link gets to you and then the audio portion will be on my um on my uh, radio uh you know podcast also so you have the audio version of this and the video version i'll make sure everything gets out to you today Thank you, sir. It takes uh, it takes a little while for it to kind of sync. When we get done here, I'll go on and edit it out and make sure that um, we get this thing ready for the audio, and you'll have both before Thank end you. of day. 
All right. Thank By the time you, you wake up from your nap, it'll probably be done. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. You, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so all much. All right. Uh, thank you so much, Swan. All right. I hope you guys all have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye.